All right. Well, welcome everyone for another uh, episode of Root Pharmacist Radio. I'm Rob Crest, Root Pharmacist. And today what I want to talk about are complements and alternatives to meditation. You know, we know the benefits of meditation and there are a ton of them. Um, you know, it reduces stress. Uh, it helps you know, calm down our nervous system. It gets us out of that fight or flight response, which, you know, is good periodically, but it seems so many people are swimming in that in a, in a chronic basis. Uh, it can help lower blood pressure, uh, increase focus, concentration, elevate happiness. Um, it's actually showed to slow the aging process, uh, cardiovascular immune support. Um, and when you look at brain waves, you know, it helps promote that alpha wave, which is more of a calming wave, concentration wave, even theta wave, which takes you a little deeper, um, even, uh, but yeah, and while at the same time, uh, getting us away from that chaotic beta wave, you know, where we're just constantly overthinking, incessantly thinking, we can't slow it down. You know, in fact, uh, Dr. Frank Lip Lipman, one of his comments, and I don't have it exactly, but he said something to the point of, if we could bottle the benefits of uh, meditation, it would be like the next billion dollar drug, which I think is so true. You know, so we see a lot of benefits and you know, good things coming from it. Now, you know, incorporating a meditation practice can be a great daily habit, but, you know, there's a lot of people that just don't want to do it or they don't keep habits with it or keep the regular regularity, or maybe they just rather do something else or, or do alternatives, you know, I mean, who says we have to do it every day and maybe, um, you know, bringing in other strategies, habits, or tools that can help offset or maybe provide some of those benefits, um, be more, you know, could be just as beneficial or even uh, used to augment or complement a regular meditation practice that we're doing. So, you know, none, of, I'm not saying any of these do all the benefits that meditation do, but if we can start implementing these little tips and strategies on a regular basis, things that you would enjoy, um, there's some great benefits there. The first one I'll talk about, literally, it still is meditation. It's known as MBSR, mindfulness-based stress reduction. Now, the difference with this one, you know, a lot of people work better in groups. So if you were to find a local MBSR group, a mindfulness-based uh, stress reduction group that focuses on a particular need, whether it's relaxation, stress reduction, post-traumatic stress disorder, even things that come around like metabolic health issues, you know, you, you get that support structure of the group itself. MBSR was uh, created by John Kabat-Zinn back in the 70s. And he was noticing the increase of stress and, uh, you know, the downfalls of that in hospital and educational systems back in that time. So when he traveled the East, um, you know, Zen was kind of the thing, but he knew he couldn't bring it back and call it Zen. So thus the term mindfulness-based stress reduction, a lot of great science and research behind it. You can look it up. There might be practitioners or trainers in your area. Um, there's great apps, phone apps and the online resources to it. Um, but essentially it will incorporate um, uh, meditation, uh, acts of mindfulness, uh, maybe some yoga and stretching into each of their courses. So that's one. Um, next one would be just being mindful. You know, being mindful to me, it's like connecting the dots. Uh, say if you were to you were a, a practitioner of meditation and maybe you did it in the morning or in the morning in the evening. Being mindful just connects the dots throughout the day. And I just think it's so equally at least important where we're just being in the present right so we're just noticing what's going on in front of us we're not getting caught or lost in our thoughts in the future creating stories or maybe revisiting issues in the past that really have no relevance or impact in the current now right because everything is just the now um 
and you can do little guideposts along the day to help kind of pull you back in. A lot of times, a lot of people will do is kind of hook it up to things that they do regularly. Like say if you're washing the dishes, well, wash the dishes, be present, do that. Um, maybe if you're feeding the dog, you know, be present, understand what you're doing there and just bring your thought process back to the present. This is something I think a strategy that we could just regularly implement and should anyway. The power of breath. Breathing is very important. You know, I, I talk to people a lot. Don't forget how to breathe. Um, in our overstressed society, our high-impact world, uh, people tend to be shallow breathers, you know, and they don't get the true benefits of an in-breath and a nice exhale. You know, it's and, and just that itself, just slowing down and recognizing what you can do there. Then there's also breathing exercises, you know, of different counts and stuff like that. Um, you can research and find your best. But, you know, what I really want to get across here is just remember how to breathe and the benefits that can come to you there. Um, prayer is an alternative. A lot of people will look to prayer for the same thing. Um, sometimes when you are putting your faith into the message, uh, into who is listening to the message, uh, and that just quiet time alone uh, is quite profound. And for those who think meditation might be a little woo-woo or esoteric and they're more comfortable with you know, the idea of prayer, that's a great benefit. Keeping in mind with that, um, I heard this once. It's when I read the book, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, practicing the art of silence. How often don't we do that? It seems that we are in a life uh, full of background noises, constant stimulation, bombardment from social media, television, you name it. Just giving ourselves the time to be silent and have silence around us, whether it's just a minute or two minutes. And I know it's a difficult thing in consulting with people, busy parents and stuff like that, children around. It's a hard thing sometimes to do. But if you can find your that little special place and bring that in, that can give profound benefits. Journaling is another one. Putting your thoughts from pen to paper and consider the act of actually writing with a pen or a pencil and paper, not necessarily in a computer. Uh, there's inherent benefits that we can do with that. You can journal your prayers. You can be speaking to your higher source or whatever it might be. You can incorporate that as well. That is a wonderful strategy also. What else do we have? Mini breaks throughout the day are so critical. Um, the work of its known as the the power of full engagement. Uh, it's Jim Lahr and Tony Schwartz, and they talk about ultradian rhythms. You know, we, we're very focused on our day-to-night circadian rhythms, right? We're awake during the daytime. Uh, during the nighttime is when we sleep. We actually have many rhythms that go throughout the day. Now, that's not like polyphasic sleeping, um, but it's times where we need to shift gears and we need to find a down gear. So the suggestion is we work focused and strong for an hour, hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half. But then what we do is we shift our gears and we disconnect. And whether it's be a point of breathing exercises, it could be meditation. It could be just going outside and walking in nature. We need to do that regularly. And it could just be for a few minutes. Maybe you, you're in a busy office, a busy pharmacy. Step outside or somewhere just to do 10 seconds, a minute of deep breathing exercises. That is an important critical thing. And when you do that, you will literally find by the end of the day, you have more energy. I was saying getting outside, just being in nature has shown huge amount of benefits that are in line with the benefits you find in meditation. Decreased blood pressure, decreased cortisol and stress, enhanced well-being, enhanced happiness. People that live closer to green spaces have these benefits. 
there's something known as forest bathing. And we've done a podcast on that where it's essentially being within the forest and within nature. And they've seen the benefits on that and the direct correlation. So consider that on a regular basis. Just the other day, we did a podcast on play and the power of play. Consider just having fun, movement strategies, breaking up your day that way, because it does elicit different emotions. It is something that will support your mind, your body, your emotions, your spirit, the whole realm. Play does not have to be a big deal. Play can be juggling. Play could be playing frisbee with the dog. Uh, play could be just skipping down the darn road. So uh, bring that in. And then you've got the other you know, uh, movement exercises that we know of, such as yoga and Tai Chi. These are practices also that give shared and equal benefits, um, a lot of these factors with meditation. So there's 10 different alternatives or even complements that you can add to your practice, whether meditation is for you, not for you. Maybe you just want to switch pace and try something else, or as I said, augment the process. I uh, hope you enjoyed this one. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you shortly. Have a great day. Rob Kress here from Root Pharmacist Radio.